Get ready to reclaim your life, discover inspiring stories, practical tools, and the path to true happiness. This is Reclaim Your Life with Irina. Let's begin the journey. Welcome to another episode of Reclaim Your Life with Irina. Today is a solo episode, and the topic of today's conversation is actually overcoming fear and how to break free from limiting beliefs. I believe it is one of the flagpoles that you must cross over on your journey to reclaim your life and comes very close and dear to my heart as well. And it is important. Why do you want to break free from fear? How do you want to, why do you want to break free from limiting beliefs? Well, if you don't, you could miss out on great opportunities in your life. You could miss out from discovering the better version of you. You could miss out on potential opportunities that you are afraid to follow through upon. And it comes very close and dear to my heart as I've have overcome my own personal fears. Firstly, who am I to be a coach to anybody? I don't have a perfect life. I'm not a psychologist. Uh, there are things that, that I still need to improve in my own life. But our personal experiences, they count for something. Yes, I didn't go to school to get a degree that I can hang on my wall. That is a, like a bachelor's or a master's. But I did go to school uh, to complete neurolinguistic programming certification and timeline therapy and hypnotherapy. And I did spend, invested a lot of hours and a lot of studies in uh, discovering more about myself. And as I realized what those tools can do, I believe it is my duty to share them with the world and help other people reclaim their life and discover the better version of themselves. Another uh, topic, another time that I had overcome my fear is starting this podcast. Well, actually, this is my second podcast. When I was starting the first one, who am I to start a podcast? What if I fail? What if nobody wants to listen? What if nobody cares? But and at the time, I didn't even know what podcasting was, how to do one, and never listened to any other. Maybe I have, but I have never done it myself. And here I am <laughs> now doing my second podcast already. And the first podcast is going to be four years old, actually this weekend, believe it or not. And, and then most recently, two years ago, I became a best-selling author. I became a writer, which was my long-time dream to accomplish that. And in the beginning, I was thinking, who am I to write a book? I am not a literary, I don't have a literary um, degree. I don't have English degree. In fact, English is not even my first language, believe it or not. But yet I have written and it became a bestseller and it has been an incredible journey because you discover so much when you write. You actually heal yourself in the process because you're able to share what happened to you. And when you read this to yourself, you cannot have a third person observation of, of what happened and you can get new insights. So Conquering your fear is very, very important because you can discover the better version of you. You can discover new opportunities for growth, new opportunities for change and discovering something about yourself and about the world in general versus when you stay in your comfort zone, you will never learn anything. Nothing ever grows outside, inside the comfort zone. So it is our duty to push the boundaries of the comfort zone and step out and do something different. And speaking of that, 
First, let's decompose fear. What it is? There are different, several different interpretations of fear. There are different acronyms if you were to break down the word fear. So first one is false evidence appearing real. And sometimes our mind plays tricks on us, especially when we are faced with a challenge, we are faced with something new that we never experienced before. We might get an interpretation that this is this is fearsome because the primary directive of our uh, subconscious mind is to preserve and protect it, to keep us safe. And anything outside of the ordinary is viewed as a threat and viewed as a, we shouldn't even step into that territory. Another interpretation of fear is forget everything and run. And that was good and it still is good in certain situations because this is closely related to our fight and flight response. In the event, in the back in the day, during the times of Cyber to Tiger, this was very, very relevant because if you don't run, you literally will be eaten. There is a threat on your life that you got to, you know, escape from, you got to take, you got to run. But what happened back then is that your threat was not long-term. It was an immediate threat that you would outdress, you would get into that flight or fight response, you flee the situation, and then you stop. You get back to your normal way of living and being. And that's great. And even in, I call it, when you are presented with when there is a fast car passing by and you're going to step out from the car's way so you don't get hit and get injured, or if you trip over, you get back on your feet. It's short-lived. But what happens, I guess, in society today, we have different kind of threats. We have threats of or challenges or fear of, of the future. We have fear of uncertainty, what will happen if we were to lose a job or lose a relationship. How are we going to continue living? What will happen? So we have this kind of fears, and those fears could last not mere seconds or minutes, but they could last for days, months, and years, and decades. And sometimes we lose ourselves into that, and we become somebody we despise because we were holding on to that fear for so long, and we were missing out on actually living a life, taking chances, having the human experience that you deserve to have. Because in the end of the day, you can here to have an experience. And if you stay inside your box, you would never learn anything outside of that. You'll be comfortable where you are and you're not going to want to explore anywhere outside. Another definition of fear is face everything and rise. So as opposed to running, you take on the challenge, you become an observer of, of this event, of this challenge, And you would look at it as an opportunity to learn as a third person observer, as opposed to be threatened by something that it's presenting itself, but looking for some silver lining in in that event, or maybe something that you can learn from, because in the end of the day, there is no failure. Everything is feedback. And rising up to the challenge, you could discover something about yourself. So let's talk about what are the top three fears that people experience in their human experience. First of all, first one is a fear of failure. Oftentimes we don't even start something because we are afraid to fail. And especially it comes relevant as you have grown up, you become more, if you 
because in your later stages of life versus when you're a beginner in the beginning when you were little when you were tiny when you were just taking your first steps you weren't concerned with the fear of failure you were fascinated by this idea of taking that first step and figuring out those this balance thing how can i kind of move my body and stay up and, and see everything at a higher level versus when I, when I was just crawling on my two fours, right? So you're excited about this new adventure, new way. This is something you had never done before. So you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to fall down. And I'm going to fall down and I'm going to fall down. And maybe I fall down 25 times before I make my first step. But you're not focused on that. You're focused on making the step as opposed to all the failed attempts for you to do so. When we get more into our older years in life, when we have established ourselves in a certain area, we are very comfortable in that area and it is difficult for us to start something new because we are afraid of failing. We are afraid of making a wrong choice, a wrong decision because then we would feel inadequate. We would feel, oh, what, what, what will happen? as opposed to looking at it as a part of natural learning process, learning experience. And with help of a coach, these th things could be overcome. And I, I can help you with that. If you want to conquer your fear, do reach out. You can book a free discovery session with me and I can show you how. Second fear is a fear of rejection. And that one is a big one. Because we it arises from a deep-seated concern of not being accepted or valued by others. Because we always want to be accepted. We always want to be included. So if we are in a community, if we are in a relationship, if we are with our peers, we want to be accepted. We want to be like them. So we don't want to strike out as different as opposed to something else. Because we want to be accepted. And that fear, the limiting beliefs associated with this fear, is the belief that one's worth, that your worth is dependent on opinion of others. More so, and we need this constant approval, constant recognition and validation from others. And we dismiss our own opinion of ourselves. Somehow we value other people's opinion who don't contribute to your financial well-being, your mental health, your emotional health, but yet you value their opinion, you put their opinion on a pedestal and you live your life according to someone else's opinion of you as opposed to living your own life, figuring out your own way of being and doing. Another fear is a fear of change. And that one is a big one, a little bit silly because the change is the only constant in life. No matter what happens, change always comes. Just like, it's like a certainty. Like they say, death and taxes are the certain thing that will definitely happen. <laughs> that we always. So change is the same way. Change is the only constant in life. And the sooner we adapt to that, the sooner we understand that this is the only constant in life, the easier it will be for us to adapt to change, to accept this change and be flexible. And this fear actually stems from our discomfort of uncertainty and unknown. It is understandable because the primary directive of our subconscious mind is to preserve and protect and change is seen as dangerous. Therefore, we shouldn't even step into that territory. 
because we, we live in, let's say, our familiar routine. And oftentimes what happens is people stay in toxic relationships for long periods of time because, yes, this person is toxic. Yes, I'm not happy here, but at least I know how toxic this person is. I know how bad this is. And, and rather than stepping out into unfamiliar territory, I'd rather be stuck with my unknown, with my pain, because I know this pain, as opposed to changing something and figuring out a better way. They would stay in that relationship longer than they need to be. The limiting belief associated with this fear of change is the belief that change is inherently risky or detrimental rather than viewing it as an opportunity for growth and self-discovery. This change often, seem, where it can be viewed, let's say, a career change dilemma. When I was growing up, it was very common for an individual to you know, go through school, get a degree in one area, and then dedicate your whole life to that one particular trade, to that one particular career choice. And you had it for the rest of your life. Nowadays, what we find in this, this day and age, people could have multiple careers throughout their lifetimes. And it's not to say one is bad or, or, or wrong, but the careers can outlive you. You could no longer be fulfilled by the thing that you are doing. And you have this calling to pursue something else, to do something else with your life. And it's not to say it's bad or wrong. It's just different. It's a little bit different from the norm, how, let's say, you were growing up. There's nothing wrong with that. And the sooner you accept that change is something constant in life, the sooner you'd be free from that fear. <laughs> so these common fears and limiting beliefs can significantly impact individuals' life, hindering their ability to pursue their goals, fulfill their dreams, fulfill their potential, and experience fulfillment. Sometimes we get stuck in situations because we are afraid. We are afraid to change. We are afraid to fail. We are afraid to be rejected. So we stay the same for other people. And we lose our, ourselves in the process. Don't let that happen to you. Conquer your fear. Now I want to share with you some uh, techniques and mindfulness tips that you can practice. First one is mindful, uh, mindfulness techniques involved you being in the present moment because right now we are very, our attention span is three to five seconds. So it's important to be present. It's important to be present to your life. Observing thoughts and feelings. Imagine your, your thoughts and feelings, just emotions flowing uh, around and observing them without being possessed by them or sucked into them letting them pass like the clouds on the sky. And when you are faced with fear, practicing mindfulness can help you acknowledge the emotions without becoming overwhelmed by them. Grounding technique is another one. It's deep breathing exercises. Sometimes we forget to breathe. When we are dealt with a fear of something, we forget to breathe, we immediately start reacting. Remember to breathe. Focus on all your senses, and this can redirect your attention away from fearful thoughts and toward the present moment. By grounding yourself in reality, you can reduce the intensity of the fear response and begin to regain some control over your life, over your circumstance. Another great technique 
that is used to conquering fear is gradual exposure and desensitization. <laughs> and have you heard of people, you know, taking ice baths or take, going cold water swimming or taking cold showers? Why do they do that? The more they expose themselves to this unfortunate things to the scary things uncomfortable things then you the more you become not susceptible but you, the more you become open and willing to change the more you can conquer your fear by gradually doing that so let's say if you take hot showers all the time and now all of a sudden you don't just get yourself into the cold shower immediately you start by incrementally increasing the amount of time you spend under a cold shower. So maybe you start with a couple of seconds and then you raise it up to 30 seconds, one minute and two minutes and so on. Then you completely switch from hot to cold, let's say. Or why do people take ice baths? It's very uncomfortable. In the middle of winter, you go out, you plunge yourself into the ice bath. But the more you kind of do the scary thing, the less you become afraid of of anything. Another strategy, another tool is cognitive restructuring and reframing. And what it is, is identifying and challenging irrational distorted thought associated with fear by examining the actual evidence. Sometimes in the mind, we could have uh, such a big explosion of fear, but when you put it down on paper, when you kind of study it, you might find that it's so much smaller. And by doing so, by examining this evidence, you can then develop more balanced and realistic perspective. Reframing involves redirecting your thoughts or switching your thoughts from negative into positive. So looking for silver lining in any situation as opposed to immediately feel scared by it. And like, why is this being, like, why am I being punished? Look for a silver lining. Look for something that you currently cannot see that is there. That allows you to reframe your mindset and you can get greater confidence and resilience when you start to do this evaluation like that. These strategies can be implemented individually or in combination, depending on the nature of fear and individual preferences. By incorporating these techniques into daily life, you can then gradually overcome fear and embrace personal growth with courage and determination. Another great tool to have in your pocket is cultivating a growth mindset. It is fundamental shift that can empower you in how you address challenges, how you uh, work in relationships or in a career setting. Because having a fixed mindset, it's like, let's say, we have always done something a certain way and that's how we're going to continue to do it. And I don't, I'm not even open to possibility of solving this problem any other way. This is how it has to be done, my way or the highway. Versus when, yeah, I understand this, how we have done it in the past, but let's explore this different opportunity. Let's explore this different solution and see maybe there is something better out there. Having that open frame of mind allows you then to explore the possibilities instead of being fixed in one certain way of how things has to be done, let's say. And think of it a great example in, in our life. So Thomas Edison, when he created the light bulb, 
It took him 10,000 times to do it. And then people ask him, how come you kept on going after you have failed so many times? Why did you not just stop? Because his idea was not, not to fail. His idea was to create a light bulb. That was his focus. And so he answers, I found 10,000 ways of how not to do a light bulb. But in the end, I got my light bulb. <laughs> or J.K. Rowling's. When she wrote Harry Potter and nobody wanted her manuscript until so many failed attempts, finally they were able, they, she was accepted and she was published and she became famous. But she didn't give up because her idea, no matter how silly at the time you may think your idea is, proved beneficial because she focused on the idea, not how many times you fail. Because sometimes... You need the people, the right people to hear your message and to believe in your message as opposed to being surrounded by people who maybe are not ready or who have a fixed mindset and don't want to hear any new ideas, anything out of the ordinary. So cultivating a growth mindset allows you then to open up to the possibility of what can be as opposed to be stuck in fear. I also want to share with you this little story. There was a king who was afraid of dying and he lived his life like that for many, many years. And finally he got sick of that and he said, let me go to a sage. Let's see what the sage got to say. And the sage told him, I want you to go out there and find me a person who lives without fear. And so off on the quest, the king went. And after several months, he came back to the sage and said, I, unfortunately, I feel that I, I have failed you. I have not found a person who lives without fear. To which sage responded, that is true because fear is part of a natural life experience. So at that moment, King realized that he wasted his life being afraid of death, not fully living. And courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the ability to face the fear and move forward regardless, despite of it. Instead of allowing fear to control your life, you should learn to acknowledge and control the fear and use that as a motivation to grow and overcome challenges. You have the power to overcome anything. And by doing so, you will live a more fulfilling and courageous life. And now I want to share with you some exercise tips that you can try, some exercises you can try by yourself. I'm going to leave a PDF down below. It's a two-page worksheet. In the first uh, page, list out your top three fears and then answer the three questions that I'm asking. So the three questions are, what is the worst thing that could happen if this fear came true or if this belief were to persist? It's the first one. Second one, what are some ways that you can mitigate or minimize the potential negative outcome of this fear? And the third one is, what are the potential benefit or opportunity you might miss out on by allowing this fear to be, that you believe will hold you back? I encourage you to reflect on your responses and use this exercise to gain clarity on the actual risk and consequences of this fear. And the second exercise on the second page is decomposing that fear. Take this fear 
and write three steps on how you can conquer it and then further break down each step into three action points with a due date of how, how you can tackle that fear. And maybe you have people in your life who can help you, who has overcome this challenge, who has overcome this fear and who can be on your side because when you have a team, when you have a person supporting you, it's always better than doing it on, by yourself, doing it alone. Another thing you can do, you can reach out to me and I can help you, guide you through releasing, releasing yourself from the fear, releasing yourself from a leading belief that you may have. Now I want to take you through a short visualization exercise. So find a comfortable, quiet place where you can sit or lie down. Take a few deep breaths. Inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. Allowing your body to relax with each breath. Close your eyes and imagine yourself standing at the edge of a vast open field. Feel the warmth of the sun on your skin and the gentle breeze caressing your face. Take a moment to ground yourself in this serene environment. Now visualize fear as a dark, heavy cloud hovering above you. Notice how it casts a shadow over the field, blocking out the sunlight and filling you with unease. Take a deep breath and acknowledge the presence of this fear. As you stand there, feeling the weight of fear bearing down on you, remind yourself that you are capable of overcoming it. Visualize a small seed of courage planted deep within your heart, waiting to grow and flourish. With each inhale, imagine drawing strength from the earth beneath you, allowing it to fill you with determination and resilience. Feel the energy pulsating through your body, pushing back against the darkness of fear. Now envision yourself taking a deep, bold step forward, stepping out of the shadow of fear and into the light. As you do, feel the weight lifting from your shoulders, replaced by a sense of freedom and empowerment. With each step you take, Visualize the cloud of fear dissipating above you, its dark tendrils shrinking away until it's nothing more than a distant memory. Continue to walk forward, embracing the journey ahead with courage and confidence. Know that you are capable of overcoming any obstacle that stands in your way. Take a moment to bask in the warmth of the sunlight, feeling grateful for the strength within you. When you are ready, gently open your eyes, carrying the sense of empowerment with you into the world. Remember, you are stronger than your fears and you have the power to overcome them. Welcome back. Thank you so much for watching and joining me today. To recap, we have covered 
three top fears, the fear of failure, fear of change, and fear of rejection. And some of the techniques and tools and overcome them because you do want to overcome your fear if you ever want to reclaim your life. This is one of the flag posts you must pass through to get onto the other side. So I encourage you to, to do practice those exercises I've recommended and those techniques you can get the download in the description. You can contact me by and book a free discovery session if you like to overcome your fear, whatever fear it is, any limiting belief, I can help you. I can guide through you because it's always easier with a guide as opposed to dealing with, with it by yourself. Next week, I'll be joined by Celia Polus, joining us all the way from Estonia. She's a former athlete. And we're going to learn how Celia had reclaimed her life. Join us again next week. Be sure to subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts and share this video with a friend who you think may benefit. Until next time, have a great rest of your day.